Hello, this is Patrick from Expression. I'd like to show you how to use Adobe After Effects to create some concentric rings to use as an animated icon in Expression Maps. So here I'm working in Adobe After Effects. It's not a normal place for me, so I'm probably a little sloppy compared to you. You'll probably do better than me, but I want to show you how I've done this. So I want to create a composition, so I'm in the main panels here. So I'm going to be using New Composition. My panel comes up for composition settings. I want to do an, a panel that's 800 by 800, sorry, an, uh, an animation that's 800 by 800. My pixels are square. My frame rate is 5994 because that's what I'm using for my expression project and my expression maps. My duration is 10 seconds, which is fine. I'm only going to use a portion of this. And my background color default is black, and that's fine. It won't matter. The one thing I'm going to change is I'm going to change it from comp name and call this red rings. Real quick. Okay. Now I'm going to come up to my project settings and you can see I just have a comp in here and there's nothing else to it. Uh, I'm going to come down to my timeline. I'm going to add a source object. So I'm going to right click, choose new, and I want a new solid. Now the new solid panel comes up and again, it should match my comp. It's 800 by 800. The pixels are square locked. Again, the color is black. It doesn't really matter. It's going to go away in a second anyway. So I'm going to click OK. So now I've got a black screen on my viewport so I can see what I'm working with is in black at this point. The next thing I want to do is I want to make an effect to do concentric rings and there's a great tool inside of Adobe After Effects to do this. I'm going to come down to my timeline. I'm going to right click on my source object which is black solid one. I'm going to choose effect. I'm going to come down to generate and from generate I'm going to find one called radio waves. And guess what? Once I do that it looks like my panel disappears. Now if I grab the timeline editor and I scrub it you're going to see it starts at zero and you'll see concentric rings that go out of the middle and it does it for 10 seconds. Well, I'm going to park at about four. Next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to play with some of the tools in here. And again, I'm not an expert at this. I'm just showing you a couple of the tools. What I'm going to do is change the expansion. In other words, how big is this going to get? I'm going to make it go about there, which is about 2.9 or 3.0, which is fine. My lifespan right now is from zero to 10. I don't really want all that. Instead, I want this to be more like four or five. So I'm going to change it to five right now and see how we do. Okay, now frequency is the number of rings that you have and I'm going to change my frequency. I can make them more or less by playing with the number. So I'm going to say 0.7 is a good set of numbers. That's fine. Now if I scrub this more you can see those lines fade up before they hit the outside edge of my box. So that's probably perfect. The one other thing I'm going to change if I come to the start with it's set to 5 by default. I'm going to change it up to about 12 and I also want to change the color because I think blue rings don't really get across what I want. I'm going to change the color by clicking on it. I'm going to choose a bright red. You can choose whatever color you want. Pick a color that's color safe. Make sure that it works for your station design. But you can see I now have concentric rings which don't quite make it off the edge of the screen. They fade out so I won't have that problem where it seems square when they leave the screen. If I feel that I will, I might change that. I'm going to click in it this time with the 5.0 instead I'm going to make it 4.85. And if I scrub the timeline again, they probably won't make it that far. And they don't. So here's what I want to do. I only want a small segment of this, so I'm going to change my workspace. I'm going to go here and find, I started at 4. I'm going to go a little further here. I'm going to find something in the screen. What I'm paying attention to is this line right here. I want to get to right where it fades off which is right there. I'm going to grab the left edge of my timeline for my workspace, my time ruler, and I'm going to drag that all the way in. And again, I could be paying attention to this mathematically. There's other ways to do this. 
Now I'm going to just grab my time editor head and I'm going to scrub it to about the same place for that next line. So if I drag that in and I grab the far end of that workspace, the work end area should be about the same. So I'm literally going to take just these frames. That's all I really care about. Because what I'm going to do here, I just want this animation of a loop. I'll use an effect inside of expression maps to make these appear on and off screen. So I should be good. So here's what I want to do. Next thing I want to do is export this so I have it rendered. So I'm going to go up to the top. I'm going to do file. I'm going to choose export. I'm going to do add to render queue. And when I do that, there's settings down here that I have to adjust. So first off, I'm going to come down to output module. And I'm going to change it because my default is ABI. I'm going to change it to a PNG sequence because I want to bring it into expression maps as an animated icon and this is the best way to do it. The next thing we're going to do is come down to the video output section and change it from RGB to RGB plus alpha. And I also want to make sure my depth is millions of colors plus, which means I get the alpha channel with it. And right now I've got this checked here, use comp frame number. So I want frame zero to be my first frame. I could do this and leave it alone if I want to, it's just easier. So I do want this to start at frame zero. So not to use the comp frame number. When I click OK, that makes all the rest of my settings. And literally what I'm going to be getting is just those frames from four to five seconds. And I need to give them a destination someplace. So I'm going to go to output. I'm going to put it on my desktop. I'm going to create a new folder called red rings. And when I create that folder, I can see the file name is already there. You might want to check that you might have a sub save and sub folder setting. I don't want to use that. I don't need to. And I'm going to see up here is the folder name or the file name, I should say, and it has a spot for serialized numbers. The PNG sequence, again, is the same file name with sequential numbers after it. So I'm going to click save. And now that adds that into my render queue. I can see I've got a PNG sequence. It's outputting it. I'm going to click on render all the way over on the far right side of the render queue. And you can see that it's going to generate my video for me. Should be fine. Now, next thing is to go over to expression maps and import that object that we just made. Okay, I'm back in expression maps now and I want to add a new icon. So I'm going to make sure that I'm in my animated icons group inside of my drawing toolbox and I am. I'm going to click on new. My drawing type is going to be an icon. It opens up a series of folders. I'm going to go and find them on my desktop. I created that in red rings. And you can see I've got red rings and then with numbers after them. You can see as my Windows file system starts to identify those, they fill in. I'm going to choose the lowest numbered one, which is red rings zero. And I'm going to click open. A dialog box pops open about adding a load image sequence. I'm going to click on load sequence because I want all of them. If I don't, if I choose load single, I'll just get that one frame. I want the whole sequence of them. So if I choose load sequence, that'll be perfect. Now, I'm leaving all this, the rest of this alone for a moment. With one exception, I'm going to change the name from red rings with the zeros on it. You make it red rings plural. And I'm going to click done. Perfect. Now I've got this. I'm going to take it and drag it onto my map. Let's say I'm going to put it over here in Iraq. And you can see that it lands there. I'm going to right click once so that I don't seem to be adding another one. Then I'm going to grab the top left, top right corner. And look at what I've got. I now have animated concentric rings coming out from my expression maps. And that's how I add them in. I'm going to go back and change one tool because right now you can see if I zoom in and out, there's a particular fade rate that's happening here. I can set it for the object by right clicking, choosing edit drawing. And I can um, change my effect in to being a dissolve. 
and doing is dissolve again. Otherwise, it'll wipe from the left or right. And again, the rest of these I don't need to worry about. I'm not slowing it down. I could also choose to scale, make it two or three. So when I place it, it's larger because you saw it was kind of small. I don't need to worry so much about that. Now, the individual use of that icon is also controlled. If you look over here in your drawing editor for that object, you can see that it's set to zoom in at 26 or dissolve in when I zoom to 26 and out when I get to 200. I'm going to change the out to 40 and I will change the in to 30. So it's gone. How come? My zoom level is 26. If I zoom in to 30, they appear and they disappear. And again, I changed the settings and I didn't replace the asset. So if I made the change over here, now you'll see they'll dissolve in. And again, how come? I put this object here before I added the dissolve settings so they don't exist. If I deleted it and put it back in, it would come back. But this is how I create and use an animation for sequences that will dissolve in and dissolve out and then have an animation setting to them. So concentric rings is the example that I've made.